Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 60 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. We're heading towards retirement. We're getting geriatric. It's great. I am Robert Scarponito, and I'm joined here by the affable Jack Cepeda. Hello, everybody. This is old Jack retirement. <laughs> this is old Jack. <laughs> Good old Jack Cepeda. How and, to do? And uh, our man in a wheelchair because he's too old to walk, Colin Sparlin. Hey, get off my lawn, you stupid kids! You're pretty good at that. It's pretty good. I will tell your no. parents. He's good at what? He's just normally talking, old Jack. Did you did you guys ever actually get yelled at for being on an old man's lawn? No shit. No. I had one of those growing up. I totally got yelled at for being yeah. on an old man's lawn. I got yelled at so hard. There was a oh, because totally. I would ride my bike. I was only allowed to ride my bike around the uh, block, right? So I would just rode around the block, rode around the same block, same block, couldn't cross any streets or anything. And so I knew this block like the back of my hand. And this, uh, there was this one corner that it just, there was a bush there and it just was so much easier to cut the corner through the grass and cut the bush off and just, you know, go from sidewalk to sidewalk. It was so easy to do that rather than go, you know, to the sidewalk. And the dude would stand there and just like yell at us and get pissed. Would he shake his fist? Really just at me. I mean, he shook everything, dude. He shook Mm. it all. His ja- did he shake his jowls? I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. And so I totally was that kid, that hooligan. And I know that fucker was racist. I just fucking know it. I just fucking know it. No, dude, I had one of those, like, that's funny. Right on the corner of my road, if, like, I, I don't know how much you guys remember from our road trip into my hometown, but you, we actually, I think we actually passed this house, but it's just like this greenhouse in the corner. And the dude actually put up, I don't know why he thought this was a good idea, um, but it was like, pipes it, it looked like piping he put up in front of his on the front part of his yard against the sidewalk so that way people would not like ride their bike into it not right, walk right. onto it that sort of thing and anytime someone would touch it dude he would be just fucking on it like <laughs> fuck off my lawn i'm sorry did he try to put up a fence but didn't know what a fence was and thought well i've got these pipes like, laying was around like, it was like what was this fucking like, the mushroom kingdom what the fuck dude, it was I, fucking I these, like i found these pipes under my house they were they were moving water around for whatever reason so i took those out no shit it's it was those types of pipes though it was like some old copper piping dude, or the some dude had like a had a bullet built or like in his garage <laughs> yeah dude either that or it looked like some like fucking i don't know some like tire iron type i don't know that's like about how wide they were and they were about like shin height so if you were like <laughs> if you were like on a bike or something and you just so happen to make the wrong move and your tire gets caught in them fuckers dude you are eating shit guaranteed <laughs> yeah like, like you're you're probably gonna leave an imprint on this dude's yard of your fucking body hitting wow. something like, just from falling over this bu- yeah and there was that and then there was another dude so there was like a really small park out like about a block away from my house growing up and there was this yard where like my, my friends and i went through this weird phase where we liked we like tried to make short films with a really shitty camera um like not not so far off of the whole like blair witch project style thing um and we were filming in this dude's yard doing whatever stupid bullshit thing kids do next to this park. And so and it was this yard between this park and this church. And like, if you go a little bit past that, it was it turned into this somebody's yard. And this guy came out there and saw us doing that, like whatever the hell we were doing. 
and gave us this long monologue about how like you know we should respect old people and oh, pick up pick, pick trash up that they see that we see and blah 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 and be good samaritans and i was like nine at the time and i was like motherfucker what are you saying to me right <laughs> i don't like should i go get my mom <laughs> like stranger danger <laughs> i don't know but i was with my friend who was like older he was like 13 at the time um so i don't know i was like whatever i don't know he's just a really creepy old dude i don't know could have been a veteran well, or something so he had right. a look about the him. next day when you pass by that house were there pipes around the front of the lawn to prevent <laughs> you guys from coming back again uh, no this is a different this is a different <laughs> yard but yeah the pipes <laughs> yeah he just grew he just grew a set of pipes on his yard dude, too. Like, this i mean no, we went back to that place this is a common misconception that older people have they think they can just tell young kids rational thoughtful shit and it's just gonna sink in and fix the yeah, problem it wasn't registering and with me at the can time you remember all. guys when you're eight or nine and i mean this with love when i say this but kids are dumb as fucking shit oh yeah i was dumb everything fucking bounces off you don't fucking know you don't even understand half the vocabulary adults use you know what i mean like that was I, a, wait you, that was a big v word what was that jack vocabulary vocabulary yeah, do you understand the words that come out of my mouth? Yeah, it's like, look, you can sit there and tell me whatever, but like a kid, a dumbass kid is going to be a dumbass kid. And again, I'm, I don't mean that like to cut on kids. It's just like your brain is literally still developing. Right. Like Man. I thought I used to be good at basketball when I was nine years old. Me because too. Because that same park I was talking about, I could fucking hit threes from the same spot every time. But was it from now under the I'm net? like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just throw it straight up and it comes yeah, right back just throw down. It straight up. And it got hit in the face a couple times. That's fine. No, I literally thought like, you know how like when fo- I don't know if any of you have ever played football. They're like, when you catch the ball, you got to have soft hands. You know, you make sure I was literally the kid that was like pushing on my the palms of my hands. Like, yeah, I totally have soft hands. What are you talking about? <laughs> God, oh, smooth hand kid. sparling over here. Yeah, yeah smooth I- so what if if you were like a kid that did chop class every day and your your hands were calloused as fuck, would you have been like shit? I can't play football. My yeah, I can't play football. Soft. My hands are too calloused. No, it was literally like a lineup of me and my dad because my my yard growing up to give you some backstory was like next to my my house there was a just a big yard. It was just a big gap between these two houses. So me and the neighbor kids we would just hang out in this yard and we were like that was the place to hang out was my big ass yard. Um, it's a bar and my big right. ass yard, the bar. Yeah. At the bar. Yeah. I should open a bar called that. Um, so my dad was running like a football drill between, it was like a me and a lineup of my friends and my dad's like, you guys got to have soft hands when you catch the ball and all of me and my <laughs> friends collectively were all touching each other's hands or like oh, fucking soft hands. And my dad hands? was visibly fucking face palming <laughs> from the, Pass the aloe vera. <laughs> I need oh, some and lotion. Story. Yeah, exactly. And then right after that, my brother took a uh, football to the face because it went right between his hands. All rip. Uh, oh, <laughs> like kind of like a meet the parents style bloody nose and suit. Oh, totally. Exactly. Yes. Fucking picture perfect, like sitcom style. Like there's oh, so yeah. much and, blood because there's so much blood. Because we all know on the football team who's very important is one, the water boy and two, the lotion boy. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, keep whoa. your hands very limber. Needless to say, Yikes. needless to say, when I went to school and started playing football, actually organized football, I was a lineman. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything to do with the ball. Did you use your hard shoulders or your soft shoulders? <laughs> no, they're like, yeah, you got to have hard shoulders. We're not going to give you shoulder pads. Rip. <laughs> okay, guys. Computers fucking suck. <laughs> computers are so bad. So, hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Well, we're back. Um, This is the third time, fourth time 
maybe fifth time. Yeah, God God doesn't want us to create this episode for I, you. I think <laughs> I think all three of us have had technical issues. Yeah, it's been some shit. In some capacity. Today. Yeah, yeah. So we're back yeah, in the, black. The tiny disc is a little bit warped for this episode, but we're back. We're back in black and we're, white. We're left out in the sun a little bit too long. Tiny right? disc. Whoa. Yeah, we're sun dried tiny disc tomatoes. Um yep. so yeah, we, we did a good thing about talking about soft hands and lotion. So I say let's talk about some other hobbies that require lotion and soft hands, video games. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey Robert. Uh, hi. Can, can you teach me to football? I I can because I played Madden this week. No, I didn't actually. I Oh, I, I was you fuck. I thought you were going <laughs> to drop that bomb. Did I get no, excited? no shit. That that's in a fucking football movie. The kid the guy's like, "So you ever play quarterback before?" And he's like, "Uh, in in Madden." <laughs> <laughs> Robert's got right. the sports haircut, okay? He can play I any do. sport he fucking wants that's, to, Colin. That's true. Um I'm going to play yeah. fencing. No, so uh Colin, what have you been playing? Guys, there's a little studio over there in Santa Monica, California. It's called Sony Santa Monica. What? And they made a little game called God of War this year. And just recently, it's gotten a second life. New Game Plus. Data now, Boy this Plus. Game, yeah, the new, yeah, the Atta Boy Plus. Uh, and this game is already heavy in my running for game of the year this year. It's a fucking great game. It's great gameplay. Great story. I mean, anyone who, who's played the game, you you know, you know what I'm talking about. But God bless Corey Barlog over here is like, yeah, I'm gonna bless, I'm gonna bless you all with with some new game plus. You want to play that? You want to play with your boy again? Let's let's take the boy on another journey. No no spoilers still, by the way, for me, please. Oh yeah, you still yeah, haven't no, beaten it yet. Come on, man, I haven't beaten anything this year. Don't Thanks. worry, I'll I'll be very I'll be very top level. Um, so so basically. They're like, oh, well, cool. You can play the game. It's harder, blah, blah, blah. No. So they went the extra mile. They were like, yeah, we're going to put a whole new currency in the game that you can grind for. Whole new sets of armor that you can grind for. We're going to make the enemies harder. And you can you can select New Game Plus whenever the hell you want. So you can switch between New new Game Plus and going back to your old file from your old save. If you want to go back to just regular, your regular game and do any like last minute stuff like getting trophies or any of that you need to do. Um, but yeah, they made it super easy. And... They even went as far as changing the animations of some of the enemies and including the Valkyries and make them even fucking harder from what I understand. Because that's what this so, game needed. Yeah, the Valkyries needed to be even harder after, you know, it took me 40 tries to beat the Moose High Valkyrie. Spoilers, um, there's Valkyries. Yeah, <laughs> there's Valkyries. Um, but no, I just wanted to give them a shout out because, damn, that game is good. It's still good. And it's still it's still probably top... Going into this fall, it's it's still at top of my list for game of the year. I mean, it could change. We got a lot of good shit coming out this fall. But how, how yeah. fucked is it that you're talking about it like it's an old game already? It's like a brand new fucking game. It came it's out yesterday. We, it's we've old. gotten so many fucking games this year. Like I just got Yakuza Kiwami two in the mail yesterday, and I just broke the seal on that. I played about thirty minutes of it. And it's now, more Yakuza. It's great. Now it's an old game though. Do you guys remember when Yakuza Kiwami yeah, two? Came oh out? yeah, you guys remember? Well, yeah. wow. it's it, a remake. Hey guys, of two. <laughs> it's still good. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it is a remake, though, to be fair. So technically, it is an old game. Yeah, it's a game. decade-old game and yeah. a new engine. Exactly. Um, but no, if uh, if you have God of War laying around, you've been like, man, I really want to journey with my boy some more, go play New Game Plus. Cause it's wait, great wait, a second, it's wait, free. wait a second. Hold on. Sorry about Yakuza Kiwami. It's a remake of Yakuza 2? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a full-blown oh. remake. Of, yeah. The, it's like the last Kiwami was. It was a remake of 1. So Kiwami yeah. 2 is a remake of 2. I did not yeah. realize that Kiwami stands for remake. 
guess, well, Kiwami actually translate to, to translates to extreme. The word okay. extreme in English, so it's Yakuza Extreme. Right. I did not realize <laughs> but, that was Yakuza One and Two. Yeah, and they've confirmed that yeah. they're going to remake three, four, and five, assuming like Kiwami, Kiwami. three, Kiwami. Yeah, Kiwami they're five. remastering. Yeah, they're remastering three, four, and five. And apparently, what's super exciting is Sega did a poll and uh, asked a, a bunch of people like a poll, a poll, poll. Wait, what? Did yeah, a, a poll. Did you I said Paul? <laughs> you straight up said Paul. A poll, yeah, like a like ask you a question and oh vote. my gosh, what you're, you're fucking with me, right? You're seriously fucking with me. What a poll? <laughs> what you, you said a poll? Yeah, P A U L. Frankly, I find this whole situation appalling. But did you not on. know you how you pronounce that? It's poll. What are you dude? talking? It's poll. It's poll. It's a poll. Like, let me take a Facebook poll right now. I don't even is it pronounced poll? <laughs> I don't even believe you, dude. <laughs> what the hell? All right, I'm just gonna Wait, move on because what, what's another word for survey? You, oh, excuse me, Jack. It's survey. <laughs> Whatever. I'm listen. I'm not. I'm just gonna. Because the usual argument's going to be here. I'm going to say it's been pronounced both ways and whatever. I'm never going to bother defending. Wait, you seriously it say it like poll? P o l l. P-O-L, yeah, what do you think? What? It's poll. All right, Colin, put another one in the bucket. I guess so. Chalk chalk another one up to colonisms. But, oh my God. I'm Googling this. How do you pronounce poll? This is crazy. It's poll. Okay. Anyway. Moving on, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, they, they, they basically did a survey of whether or not people would want, like, the, the other games that haven't previously been released in the west come out here like yakuza ishin yakuza kenshin i think whatever all the stuff that's like old-timey japan samurai type stuff so yeah we have that to look forward to as a possibility so i'm super excited about that yeah i fucking pronounced the word wrong didn't i i think i think of the three of us you're the one most likely to have a wikipedia page Comic. And there's going to be like a subreddit on just the the words that you say and how you say. I, I am like so very tempted to unplug my mic real quick and just play like both a UK and a US version of poll out loud oh, on my speakers that have a mic pickup. It's a poll. A poll. Neither of them are poll. I don't, okay. It's a poll. <laughs> to poll someone. It's a fucking poll. I ran a poll, but it is still yeah, the sorbet. North Pole. Yeah. It's poll. Hmm. Are you listening right am, now, Colin? Okay, good. I'm shocked. Yes. I'm shocked and amazed at these latest developments, man. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, anyway. I'm an idiot. I get it. Jesus I'm Carmody. not saying you're an idiot. I'm just it's just like wow. Well, well let's take a That's poll real quick. Is Colin an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Tweet to us. Tweet Paul. There's an O there. I've just never heard an O pronounced like an A before. Paul. Like that would be, and that would be pal. <laughs> Let me take a pal real quick here. Wait, what's oh, a pal? I said, oh my god, I said Paul. It's not like I said it in some outlandish way. I thought you said Paul. I fuck it. What, right. did, what did you think I said? I said Paul. I thought you said Paul. It really sounded like you said Paul. Paul? Like, like the, name. the name. Yes. Paul. Yes. No. Did you said hear Paul. that way too, Robert? You said Paul. Paul. He's trying to say Paul, but he's really. <laughs> Robert, didn't you hear Paul? I, That's I, what I fucking heard. I heard Paul. Guess what? We're recording no, this, so I was not this is saying, I, I can say without a doubt that I did not say the name Paul. Okay, like I, I, I intentionally. Paul. No, yeah, intentionally you didn't say it. No, I okay, 
sure. But I know so, the word is P O L L. All right, I know okay. it's not. Okay. So, Jeez. have you played any any <laughs> other games, Colin? Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Excuse me, you Dude, guys. Can I buy a vowel? Me. Oh wait, I get it. I get it now, Colin. You spell your name C O L L. Call Paul. It makes sense. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> My brother's middle name is Paul, all right? I know uh, it's not what I said. Does he spell Guess it P-O-L-L? What, Turns out we're recording this since going to the internet, so we'll be able to roll back the tape and see what you really said. Oh, my God. Right. If you didn't say right. Paul, I apologize. I did not say Paul, but okay. I'm yeah, gonna, I apologize I'm gonna, if that's the case. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move forward. Yes. Thanks. I'm gonna talk about games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If, if I enough. can, uh, yep. I'm gonna talk about. I want to talk about Axiom Verge. If that's cool with you guys. Ooh. I know nice. I'm pronouncing that right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So game. Axiom Verge. I uh, actually picked up the uh, Switch version, which apparently is getting pretty hard to find. I picked up the uh, the physical cart for the huh. Switch. Oof. Very, hmm. very awesome, like Metroidvania type game that like strong art style, very, very original, like enemy designs and things like that. Very music. sci-fi. What's that? The music's great. Oh, yeah. The music is fantastic. It's <clears throat> super atmospheric. And it's like even through those small speakers, the enemies are kind of terrifying. They make really terrifying noises. They come screeching at you and everything. Um, but basically, Axiom Verge is like, I mean... And Metroidvania sums it up pretty good, but you do like you get like basically you're a scientist dude that wakes up in like this really I would I don't know. Have you played it before, Jack? Oh, yeah, I beat it actually like uh, okay. the week it came out. I played it nonstop. I love that game. I haven't gotcha. revisited it, but man, I, I yeah, I definitely sat there and made sure I binge played it and saw the end of that game. Yeah, I mean, it's super fun. You wake up, you're a dude like a scientist who like wakes up in the middle of this alien base and you're like, yeah, what the hell happened? And the next thing you got, you got like this gun or something that has like all these different uh, sort of ways you can kill enemies with. Yeah, you get like a spread shot and all that stuff. And the enemy designs are pretty terrifying. Uh, like, I don't know why, but and I just could be me. But why do the buses look like anuses? Yeah, very Geiger-esque. They, like, yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> did, yeah, did you they, say they're, they're some fucked up shit. Are they assholes? Yeah, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. Tough How kill. far are you in the game, like upgrade wise? Um, I don't think I'm super far. Like I have uh, like the spread shot. I got. I think the last upgrade I got was the lightning. So you, you don't have the lightning. glitch gun yet, or any I don't, glitch? No, thing? no. Oh, no I just. I think I just got to the second or third boss. Okay, bro. The game goes places. It really goes places. I don't want to spoil you, but man, gotcha. it is so worth. It is so worth uh, checking out if no one has yet before. I. It was definitely in my top ten that year. I think it was yeah, 2015 I mean, when it came out. What? Yes. Yes, I want to say <clears> so. Um, produced by... Uh, I'm not sure if Badland Games made the game or if they just ported it to Switch. Um, but that's the name I'm seeing. Uh, so the the art style... I really love the art style, though. The art style is like really strong. Because the thing about Metroidvania is there, you get so many that just comes out with like some pixel art type. I don't know. I feel like pixel art's a little overdone by now. I, I, I don't know if you guys agree. But I feel like I see it a lot. And uh, it depends, like, because there's some really high quality pixel art games out there. Oh, I'm not saying there's not. I'm just like, saying it ha- like, I feel like you see it a lot. Owlboy looks very refreshing. I haven't played it, but like, just when right. you look at it, it's like, Ooh, it's one of those nice. timeless styles. I don't think I'll ever get sick of, to be honest. No, me neither. I really like the way of like Dead Cells, for example, looks. I really mm. love the way that game looks. Yeah. Um. But this game, like it, it, it almost looks like it. Aside from parallel, the parallax scrolling that happens in some levels, it looks like it could gen- like genuinely be running on the NES. That's what I like about it. Um. But like 
when you see the enemy sprites, they're huge. Like the boss sprites and everything else, they're massive, and there's a lot of animation going on. They have like a lot of points of articulation. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a tough ass game, but it's fun, and it's just it's not too long of a game. You could probably run through it. I don't know how long did it take you to be a jack. I remember it being like 15, 20 hours, man. Ooh, it was substantial. It, it was longer than I expect. Now, again, this is three years ago, but I definitely remember it being longer than I thought it would be. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Now, let me ask you, have you gotten to areas uh, yet where the the it might even be during boss fights, but, but where the camera like pans out? Have you got has that happened? Yet? Oh, no, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, my gosh, dude. It, I don't. OK, I'll stop. I'm sorry. It does some really crazy, unexpected shit. Man, Jack, it sounds like you're on the axiom verge of spoiling it. I mean, I, I, I am kind of. I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm excited about the game. I can't wait for you to get further in it. We can talk more about it. It's, it's a great game. I, if I had time, I would, I would replay that game for sure. But I still haven't beat Hollow Knight or Dead Cells or anything like that. So yeah, I, got there, I mean, there's games. no shortage of good Metroidvanias out there. But I think this is up there. This is one of the better ones, dude. The Switch um, is like so becoming the spot for indie games. Oh, it totally is that uh, that Nindy's showcase we had the other day with uh, End of the Breach getting announced, especially Transistor and Bastion getting announced. I thought I was super excited about that. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, it's like one of the best consoles, I think, of all time at this point, just based on the games it can play, man. It can run anything almost at this point. Yeah. And I mean, aside from the really weird things we were getting, like, oh, hey, like Saints Row the Third's coming to Switch, guys. That's crazy. <laughs> like, like it's so um, weird. But at the same time, though, back in the day, you would never have thought like, "Oh man, Saints Row, that's coming to a Nintendo console," right? Like back in the Wii Wii U era. Yeah, yeah that's or, true. Or, or even like a full fledged like that's considered a triple A game, right? When yeah. it came out, like to have that in handheld form and not lose any fidelity uh, from visual standpoint, that's pretty cool achievement. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for GTA Five to like come to Switch so it can sell millions more copies on the Switch too, and stay in the top ten selling in the UK for the next ten years. Yeah, forever. Shit. That game is never gonna not sell. It's gonna be selling until the fucking day we die. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I don't even think Red Dead Two is gonna like break the records that GTA did. Yeah, gonna, I don't think so send, either. They're gonna send GTA like discs of GTA like in the mail with samples of Tide and fucking. <laughs> Yep. Oh, Again, totally. like Windows 95 <laughs> install disks. Oh my god. Dude, yeah, to it totally is though too. But anyway, yeah, um if you guys have a Switch, need something to play, Axiom Verge is a great game, so go check it out. It's also yes. available on Vita, PS4, a whole slew of other platforms. Yeah, so. it, it is the shit indeed. It's available yeah. on Amazon Alexa as well. From what I heard. <laughs> I hope I fucking hope so. Hey, they have one uh, one one of those with the screens on them now, so Yeah, the Amazon Kind of joke about that or something. Uh, oh yeah, something. True. I'm sure Amazon. It was the Amazon Show, I think it was, or something. Mm. I don't know. Hey Jeff, sponsor has got fucking Alexa support now for fucking. Anyway, yeah, Amazon sponsor us. Sponsor us, Jeff. Uh, hey Jack, what have you been playing? Oh boy, I don't know how long we're gonna talk about this, but this is a doozy, guys. This week, I decided to pick up Crane Game Toriba. Are you familiar with this game? You, what the fuck? What, what were those words that you just Crane came game? I, I might be saying the name wrong. Crane game Tereba Tereba. I think uh, did you say? Did you say Paul? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great, great so, sounding game. So came out, I guess, July twentieth, two thousand thirteen. But it's just now starting to gain some momentum, and it's on iOS. <clears throat> and so this it's a is a game. game. Yes, this is a game where you control. A literal crane, you know those those crane arm, oh, you know, yeah, machines right in Japan, 
it, you, it's like camera fed. It's like a live feed you're seeing and you control it from your phone. And if you win the fucking prize, they fucking mail it to you, dude. It's fucking awesome. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yes. I don't quite understand. Say, wait, okay. run by okay. me again? I okay. don't it's quite a understand. Crane okay. game a, on no, demand. let me tell let me tell him. So it's a crane. It's a crane game. Okay. Okay. In Japan, the machines are in Japan. Oh. There, are, there okay. are live stream cameras that let you view the machine, but from your phone, you're controlling the crane, like where it goes, you know, left or right, and then back or backwards or forwards. Then you decide when it goes down. Do you get what I'm talking about? Okay. Okay. I and then if if you win the prize, you know how you're a carnival, you normally just get the teddy bear or whatever. Well, if you win this in this app on your phone they mail you the teddy bear from japan yo that's for free well free, it's well, not a free game but it does they don't say charge free you shipping, of shipping. yeah they don't free charge shipping, you shipping though but yeah. it is a kind of expensive game actually because it's going by yen so a thousand yens a dollar and typically it will be uh two thousand a, a game so different prices are different rates wait, wait it's two thousand yen per game that's like 20 bucks yeah no it's two dollars isn't it no, two dollars it would be two hundred yen. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Then maybe it's uh okay, then maybe it's two thousand points and like a thousand points or a dollar. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what they do. So okay. it's about two some games are two dollars, some games are five dollars, dude. Depends on the price. So do people win this game frequently or I mean I've seen several people. I only had when you when you sign up, they'll give you free five plays. Free five. Five free plays. Holy crap. I'm breaking now. Fuck the podcast. Yeah, but yep. uh but they'll give you f- five free plays, and I didn't win anything, but I got so close that I actually thought about spending money. They almost got Ooh. me. Yeah. Ooh. Because you see it dangling there. You're like, I can get it. I just need one more. You know? So I don't. So did they have like machines dedicated to this game? Yes. Yes. They have machines fucking dedicated to just this game. Okay. Because yes. it sounds like to me, they would just have even more room to rig this thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how you, I mean, it's just as fair as any other crane game, which usually isn't, you know, the odds are not in your favor. They're not even remotely fair. Yeah. No. So, but people do win. I have seen people win. It is possible, but I'm sure, you know, it's been around for five years at least and it's been profitable the whole time. So I'm sure they're making more money than they're, you know, spending. Right. I think it's a genius idea and I'm having, and it was fun and the music was great. And I actually felt like I was at a Japanese uh, carnival doing it so it was a good time so can i ask are the prizes really just like stuffed animals and that kind of stuff or was there anything you saw that was like ooh, hold on i mean they had the dual splatties is that what they're called from splatoon oh okay like uh, those that was pretty cool yeah um they had and then a lot of you know your requisite like handbags purses they had tons of pikachu shit stuffed animals Mm. i was going for this squirrel helicopter toy for my cat to fuck with that's what i was trying to get (laughs) <laughs> now see this sounds like to me i wonder if they're going to do the same thing for pachinko machines over in japan i think this is yeah this is definitely going to be uh, a theme here i think where they're going to live stream and let you play from your phone it's kind of sad though like, usually you go out to a carnival and play now they're just putting it in your hand it's just one right. other thing that is it, that you know your phone does instead of actually you doing it in real life here you want to play a fun. metal gear solid 3 pachinko machine and then we'll mail you the winnings dude you know, how would oh, you want to bet soon. that really exists i mean there's probably like pachinko it games is. already on your phone oh, oh i thought you meant the metal gear solid 3 pachinko i was like yeah that's a thing no no no. i'm talking about pachinkos on your phone <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it is i'm sure they're finding ways to do like fucking skee-ball and all that shit <laughs> oh yeah i mean dude the pachinko addiction in japan is real so i wouldn't surprise yeah. me one bit yeah same 
Um, Robert, talk about games. Yeah, okay, sure. I've been playing a Metal Gear Solid 3 Pachinko machine in Japan. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so I've been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Is that the right one? The second one? Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, so uh, yes, with, Shad- with Shadow of the Tomb Raider coming out in like two weeks, I decided like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to buy it day one, but let's see if Rise of the Tomb Raider can convince me because you can get that game for pretty cheap now, like 20 bucks or less for the whole like all the DLC and everything, because that game's been out for technically three years, but it was only out on the Xbox for like the first half a year, so it was kind of like, is it really out? Man, Remember yeah, that? that timed exclusivity yeah. killed. Dude, it's yeah. been three years? That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, like Holland said, that timed exclusivity kind of killed it, because I remember I yeah. loved the first Tomb Raider, like the first Yeah, reboot. me too, I loved it. That yeah. was like a lot of fun, but then with the time exclusive thing, I, I kind of like completely forgot that, oh, they're making more of the Tomb Raiders. Um, yeah, I so, was actually surprised that they even announced Shadow because they kind of, they royally fucked Rise of the Tomb Raider over. Not only the time exclusivity, but it came out the same day as Fallout 4. Yeah. The same day. But uh, yeah, no, I guess they made enough money somehow or Square Enix is just a mega corporation that they were able to push out a, uh, a new, well, they were able to make Crystal Dynamics push out a new Tomb Raider game. So what from what I've seen of the new one, I was kind of like, well, maybe I'll get back into it. So I tried out Rise and I'm having fun with it. I'm like 13, 14 hours in, but I've gotten to the point where everything you do, I'm like, oh, I remember doing that in Uncharted. No shit. <laughs> you it's know Uncharted what I mean? light. Did you say you're 13, 14 hours in? Yeah. So I'm pretty close to the uh, end, I think. Uh. Um, and, you know, I mean, the game is still fun, but it's still very much like, oh, yeah, I remember when you could throw a grappling hook at a thing and use it to swing on a rope like in Uncharted. Are there more actual tombs to raid in this one? That was the big there, complaint for the first game. Yeah, there are nine tombs in this one, not including DLC. Uh, there's there like t Oh, shit. What was that, Jack? Is there a T-Rex? I haven't run into one yet. Oh, I've run shitty. into something kind of like it. But I guess okay. I shouldn't spoil it. Okay, okay, um, okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah, no, the game is still a lot of fun, though. And I'm I'm definitely trying to only use the bow and arrow just to kind of make the game feel a little bit less like Uncharted. Because, you know, you can get normal guns, too. But it's like, then you might as well call her Nathan Drake. You know what I mean? Um, and they also give you a ton of upgrades that just, like, focus on the bow and arrow and make that thing so powerful to use that you're kind of like, yeah, I should be using that. Why would I use anything else? Um, but I just, I'm finding a hard time, like getting into the story and caring and feeling like, oh man, I feel bad for Lara Croft. You know, it's just kind of like all the acting feels a little flat and forced and none of the story hooks are like interesting. They're just, hmm. oh yeah. Wait, hold on. You guys have played through like uncharted one, two, three, or at least two and three. I, I played all the uncharted. So Jack uh uncharted i played a crap load of two i beat two all the way uh i got really far in th- three i think i beat three actually i can't yeah i, okay. I beat three and then i am in the middle of four okay so let me tell you gotcha. like the quick plot synopsis of tomb raider and tell me when it sounds like uncharted to you um there is an ancient artifact of some kind in a check. random remote location check and mm-hmm. you're at first you're just trying to find it and then when you find it you find out it's being guarded by an ancient supernatural <laughs> guard check, that check. no one knew about until you get close to this artifact. Like the purple guys at the end of Uncharted 2. 
Exactly. Right. <laughs> Literally right. the exact same thing. And I'm just like, come oh, on, yeah. guys. Like, it's it's kind of blatant at this point. Okay. So Right. It's just so, like, I feel like that story style is just, like, it's the same thing. Like, almost every game. I've just, I just recently finished Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which I can talk about that later. But it's basically more, I mean, there's not really much to tell, though. That's kind of why I haven't talked about it, because it's just more Uncharted. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I fucking love Uncharted. And it's just I don't that know, man. Of, it's getting a little long in the tooth, isn't it? It's time to switch it up. I, I yeah, think, I mean, I think that's I think that's why they're kind of done with it, though, for a while. I think 4 did a good job, though, because I, I 4 wasn't the whole, like, oh, no, supernatural bad guys all of a sudden. That's true. That's true. And they told a different story, which I liked in 4, but I also agree that that was a good way to kind of put a, an end on the Nathan Drake story for a while, right? Yeah, and, and I think they did a way better job in 4, like, kind of interconnecting all of the characters. Like, the characters that are, like, opposite you that you're competing with in a race against time to get to the secret city or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's another thing in Tomb Raider, by the way. There's there's a uh, an opposing military, paramilitary force of some kind. Of course, there uh, always right. is, and, and they're you racing. Have somebody to kill. They're racing to get the the artifact as well. As you right, do, right, right, and and every single freaking Uncharted game, it's like, oh, you know, insert generic Russian villain here is out to get thingy to go the, to place and becomes uber powerful or, the, or uber rich. The like the leader of that paramilitary corps is literally named Constantine in Tomb Raider, but he doesn't have a Russian accent. Oh it's, my god! It's just it's so every it's on the nose at every beat and i'm just like this game did not win any awards for its story that's for sure but it's fucking gorgeous to look at it's pretty oh, it's, it's fun a, it's a pretty game it's yeah. fun it's fun to play it still i i will give it that it's like and it runs satisfying. like a dream it runs like a dream on pc mm-hmm. yeah i couldn't tell you a damn character other than laura croft herself from the first game. laura so people get laura, fucked up laura if, yeah i know there's no people get there. fucked up about laura if you say that laura croft yeah so i don't know i i don't think this is gonna sell me on buying shadow of the tomb raider day one i mean shadow of the tomb raiders it looks gorgeous for sure like all the trailers for it look really pretty but i can't help but shake the feeling that it just kind of looks like it's uncharted 5 i guess so could you say it's shadow of the uncharted fuck all your puns today guys fuck that wasn't uh, even, here's that wasn't the thing that one. gives me dissonance listen guys this is the thing that fucks me up about tomb raider now it's like I just don't, I don't know if I buy it, and I also don't know if I enjoy just the thought of Lara Croft being a fucking, like, homicidal maniac that just slaughters people left and right. And, like, this third game is where she becomes the true Tomb Raider, right? And like, Or she already did that, but now she's like, I'm. this is how I fuck shit up as the Tomb Raider now. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It just bugs me. And it always bugged me in Uncharted, too. Like, it just gives me dissonance, like... You murder how many fucking people in those games? And you're supposed they're supposed to be like likable, like relatable people. And they're fucking homicidal maniacs. Yeah, and then like, yeah, mom names Nathan Drake and Sir Quip here. Hey. <laughs> I, I at least kind of like Nathan Drake for that though. Like Lara doesn't even make a quip. She's just like, I'm here for the thing. Can you point me to the thing? I, I don't mean, trust your extra, people yet, but can you point me it, to the thing? It's extra yeah, it's gory. Like, this fucking and it's gr- sucks. And it's gratuitous, too. Do you remember that fucking death scene where you're, like, going down the river rapids or whatever in the first Tomb Raider, and then she gets, like, stuck in the fucking neck by a giant, like, tree branch yep. splinter it's, shit? It's like dead that's space. Like, that's way too much, dude, yeah. for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. Fuck my life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At least in, like, The Last of Us and all that stuff, it, at least it's sort of justified. And you're not even killing humans the entire time. But, like, 
I get it's supposed to be like over the top Indiana Jones type action, and I mean Indiana Jones did kill quite a few people and knock the people the fuck out, but like I don't not to the degree that you know Nathan Drake does it. I mean, fuckers like mass murdering 30, 40 people at a time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted they're trying to kill him, but still, you, you get the point. So I don't know, guys. Shadow Tomb Raider may not be great if if Rise of the Tomb Raider didn't really do much for me, but we'll see. So, we'll see what so let me ask you. So I, I think you said this already. Sorry, but you're not going to play the next one day one. No, not day one. No, I mean, and that's also like a week after Spider-Man. So for me, I'm like, well, probably going to be playing a bunch of Spider-Man. No, yeah, shit. we got you got to mass web sling people instead of mass kill people. Right. But bit. Spider-Man <clears throat> doesn't kill just like in in Arkham Arkham City Arkham Knight. Or when you run people over with your Batmobile, they don't die. They don't? No, no. you just knock them out. Well, no, have you guys ever oh. played that game? When I you, need to play more of it. When oh, you, you run, get the tank and you're not actually killing people? Yeah, no, you're getting a tank and you only kill other uh, fucking, like, unmanned tanks. drone drone tanks. Right, right, right. And on top of that, when you run into people, like, fucking 60, 80 miles per hour in <laughs> your Batmobile, <laughs> they bounce off your car and they get tased, which... <laughs> knocks them out <laughs> and they don't so dumb. that's just how they have to get around that fucking stupid rule yeah they were literally on the cutting room floor for that game we're like okay guys how the fuck do we do this without killing people seriously they're like shit Taser. we have to do this without killing people Taser, is arkham knight it. really badass arkham knight it um i fell no off from the arkham city arkham uh stories right because i played asylum and city uh then I played Origins, even though that one's kind of like not made by Rocksteady. And then I didn't play Arkham Knight. Just I, I remember there was some kind of controversy with it or something, and I was like, eh, whatever. The PC version is utter shite. Yeah, PC version was oh, borked yeah. to hell. I had to. I went through all that bullshit. I had to get the refund. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, no, that was like one of the first game major games that came out when Steam rolled out the refund thing. That's right. Um, yep. so I eventually played the PC version like a year ago, so a while after it came out, and it was patched enough to run. And it's good. I mean, it's a good Arkham game. The story's kind of weird, though. Even for, like, a Batman game, it's kind of like, eh. The combat is still excellent. I mean, oh, I yeah. think still Arkham Asylum is the best one to me. And I still think that it's one of the best video game intros ever. And also one of the best, just probably top 100 video games of all time for me. Easily, I could say top 100. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Like, I will say, I do not, like, I'm not a big Batman fan by any means. Like, I could give a fuck less. Or couldn't give a fuck less. Um, but Batman Arkham Asylum was awesome. I actually played all the way through that. Yeah. Yeah. And can we so can we good. talk about too how the Arkham series did something that I think should be employed in video games more often? But when especially when they're their story sequences, right? When you when you're looking at something and then like something goes out of frame and then when you turn around to look at it again, it changes. You know what I'm talking about? That kind of stuff. Yep. I think so, yeah. That game does that so well. To, to really sell a story to you and I love it when they do that let me ask you another uh, random question it has nothing to do with shit but if you guys had to pick between getting Spider-Man on PS4 for free or getting a year of PS Plus what would you do? Spider-Man Spider-Man okay settled <laughs> there you go no debate <laughs> I mean you don't, you don't need that PS Plus to play Spider-Man my dude Seriously. yeah it's not a multiplayer game yet maybe yeah. I don't know um Anyway, do you guys want to shift over and talk about some news? God, this is my jam. Keep going, Jack. Welcome to the news! All right, let's start it off with something crazy. 
taxi uh hey so riot riot games i hear that you uh got shat on by kotaku couple weeks ago uh and so what riot did today august 28 was publish a post on their uh who we are page uh basically as a i think in a i think they're trying to apologize for their culture that's what i think they're trying really to yeah okay. yeah but it, it i don't know about you guys but to me it feels a lot like when philip Mewson quote-unquote apologized for plagiarizing where he didn't so it's an it's a non-apology you would say yeah like they i don't know it, to me it just it it's not necessarily a non-apology like they're saying the right things but to me it comes off as like when that article was published all the higher-ups were like shit the i mean they didn't have a fucking choice though that i will say like they didn't have a choice right. i mean this is the path yeah. to go but it still feels like some pr person was like well this is what you have to say oh, well 100 percent instead exactly of what this is instead of them feeling like man we have been shitty people we should change yeah i mean it's exactly what this is I, but the problem is like they were caught red fire. i mean i don't think there was any conceivable way to like get out of that that this is the bro culture story, did. right? Yeah, yeah, the whole misogyny yes, yeah. and sexism in Riot Games yeah, culture. Yeah. Right. What, what was it? A dozen cases or something like that of, of anonymous cases? A yeah. A few more than a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, might have been closer to 20. Um, but yeah, like they, Kotaku ripped the fucking band aid off these guys and like just tore them open. So. The way they're approaching this, there's an article up on IGN right now, and with the uh, quotes from their apology to the female colleague sitting near me, either looked around, uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. Um, but no, where's the main statement? Oh, yeah. For, so here's the quote from the IGN article from Riot Games. So for the past three weeks, we've been focused on listening and learning as a company. We're used to patching problems ASAP, but this patch will not happen overnight. That was a funny one, guys. <laughs> That's not yeah. like a good place to joke. <laughs> I mean, who wrote yeah, that? It's, it's a really shitty joke. Yeah, what? it's it's terrible. Um, so we will weave this change into our cultural DNA and leave no room for sexism or misogyny. Inclusivity, diversity, respect, and equality are all non-negotiable. LOL. While there is, so, is much to improve, there is a tremendous amount of good at Riot that will drive this change. This is our top priority until we get it right. End quote. Yeah, and then after that, they, they break it down into like, to rioters, contractors, former rioters, and past contractors, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. Whoa, what? No, seriously? It's, we're sorry. We're so sorry. Who the, who the fuck got fired then? Who got no fired? No one. No one got fired for the shit. This is just them saying, we're sorry. Wow. To players and fans, past and present, we're humbled by the time you've spent with us. Cool. That's great and all. I mean, you're still making millions of dollars off this game somehow. And then, I love this. To people considering a career at Riot, we understand if you have some doubt or hesitation, but we need you <laughs> now more than ever. Because we building Riot wasn't easy, rebuilding it won't be either. It's like, dude, come on. Like, good luck getting any young, upstanding woman to actually apply to your career at Riot. This is not how, yeah, this is not how you fucking do this. I mean, no. I know that as a, as a PR student. Like, wow, okay. Nah, this is just, I mean, and the thing is, though, it's like, and it's like, who's getting fired is what Jack was saying. And this problem was so str like so 
strongly strewn throughout the entire yeah, it company. Sounds systemic, yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That like I don't think there's any one person to fire. I think you would be fucking firing half the company at right. that rate. True, yeah. truly, literally rebuilding from scratch. Right, exactly. So I, this is just, I don't know. It feels fake. I, I mean, I can't really think of a like. How how would you how would you guys think they should go about this? Like, I just I don't know how you would even begin with this big of a problem, honestly. You know, honest, honestly, there isn't really a good way to clean this up, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you have to be willing to do what doesn't sound like they're willing to do, which you, you need sweeping changes. You need, yeah. and you know, there needs to be people that do not work there. Yeah, anymore. and I don't know exactly. I just, so they laid out like the steps they want to take. They want to expand their culture and diversity and inclusivity initiative because they are quote all committed to keeping the best parts of today's riot like our focus on player empathy while tirelessly looking toward the future and i'm like bullshit player empathy you just want to put on worlds and make a lot of money off of watching a bunch of koreans play against each other exactly let me ask you so they're basically admitting fault they're basically saying everything in those claims are true yes it sounds like yeah Yeah, they're not they're not i don't think from what i'm reading here in this article they're not refuting it in any sort of way it's more so like okay here's what we're doing and that's kind of leaning towards what they have to do it's just really pr sounding and kind of scummy it's just well i don't know it sounds very dishonest like dishonest i guess but i don't know if there was any way to avoid that and and i guess the the hardest thing for them is right is like by god they're trying and i'll give them that like riot's trying right but from what came out from that kotaku report like the kind of people that have now like the picture painted in my mind of the kind of people that work at riot are not the people who will change just because people found out that, you know, they do the things they do. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. You hit it right on the head. I think that, I think maybe they're, maybe they just need to get like who, who owns Riot? It's 10 cent, right? So maybe mm. they need to come in and do, I mean, I think 10 cents going to come in and just wreck them. I don't honestly. think at all. No. Tencent you don't think so? Give, they don't give a shit. They're in China. Why would they care yeah. about what some dumb American liberals? <laughs> I don't think? know. They're gonna get. They're gonna have to. I mean, if they're gonna fix this, though, they're gonna have to get to the heart of the problem and figure out exactly what the fuck. You know, they're probably gonna have to chop some somebody's head. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, look, I'll start believing it. Oh, also, they published this on August twenty nine, not twenty eight. My bad, but. I'll believe it when I stop seeing all these skins for all the female heroes. Just like, look at my big titties while I shoot you with my guns. Look at my curved ass. Like, that's all the female skins are at this point. You know, it's like, Hmm. and then all the guy skins are like, I'm a masculine manly man, but I'm also from China or I'm from Mexico. You know, it's, it's like, it it just feels very, it's that typical RPG trope of less armor is more armor on women. Am I right? (laughs) Ha ha. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I don't know, this company just feels like dead on the kind of company that would make a ton of female skins that are very, you know, showy. Right. I don't know. It's just we're gonna, this is just something you're, we're going to have to follow in the days to come. This is just a it's a ginormous mess. Um, yep. And honest, I haven't read too much into it into in terms of like actual player community, like feedback to the, all of this happening. I can't imagine it's pretty. Can't imagine the League of Legends Reddit's too good, you know? Can't imagine the forums are too great. Well, well, the League subreddit is just busy talking about who's OP and what esports play oh. was the biggest that week. So, I mean, you know, they're fine. Oh, okay. So, I guess it's, they don't really care that the people that makes their no. game... No, I'm, I'm making light of it. Like they, pieces of sh- 
they do. Back when that report first came out on Kontaku, there were a ton of threads of former, allegedly former rioters and current rioters talking about this. Oh boy, and then yeah. also fans, obviously. Yeah, I don't know, but I definitely feel like at some point some careers are going to be ruined because of this. Mm. I mean, there's going to have to be some money thrown around to set, shut some people up. If, you know, yeah, the worst this gets. But, um, so quick new story here. Uh, last week. Uh, there were some rumors about Xbox All Access being a thing, uh, and that has been made official. So now up until I think the end of the year, you can get an Xbox One X and uh, Microsoft Game Pass and Games with Gold for two years for $35 a month. Yeah, I saw this uh, story actually right when I think it was still a rumor, but uh turns out it is true but i mean they were talking about i don't know if you guys remember this like way back in the day like way back in like 2012 or before they were talking about a potential subsidy right so to make people have the xbox one the original one uh you know at a monthly price i remember that a long time ago uh that never came to fruition but i think we're seeing that now yeah they did it for 360 though didn't they because i was reading that they 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 did run some some sort of service um so yeah it it sounds like a pretty decent deal i think robert you ended up running the rough math right it comes out that it's it's a it's, little bit cheap actually cheaper than buying all that stuff up front 20 what? average on average about 20 bucks cheaper to do this <laughs> monthly thing oh, then because because like if you're if we're talking about price to price right like if you buy an xbox one x up front and you pay for two years of games with gold up front and then you pay for 24 months of game pass at ten dollars a month that comes up to $20 more than paying 35 a month for this complete package. Hmm. But also you have to ding your credit for this shit too. Yes. 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 So that's worth noting. So it's not like, you know, anyone who's anyone can walk into a Microsoft store and be like, yeah, one Xbox please for 35 a month. No, you just, you, they end up dinging your credit and which can potentially lower your credit score. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're a teenage kid with no sort of credit history, thinking that they're going to walk in there and just, you know, Use your part-time job money for an Xbox One X every month. Uh, sorry, man. Sorry to break it to you. Yeah, really. yeah. If you make $40 a month, you're still not going to be able to afford an Xbox. No, no. no. And it, and it kind of sucks, but it's it's worth noting, though. For sure. Um, it, it's Yeah, it's novel. And you got to wonder if... Uh, I think if anyone would follow suit, it'd be Sony. I don't see Nintendo ever doing anything like this. But I nope. kind of doubt Sony would even do it. But it'd be interesting to see You know, if this is the, brings the boost in sales that they're hoping for. Maybe it's it's tempting for me though. Oh, for yeah. sure. No, I, I don't know if I'll get approved though. It's it's making me think about getting an Xbox One X actually because I kind of want to buy one now that we have a 4K TV. Yeah, 4K TV. Oh, yeah. I think it's. I think if it, also if you have HDR, like it's a it's definitely a thing. Um, Xbox One X is also the best version of Dark Souls remastered. So keep that yeah. in mind. Um, and yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm glad I got it. I was lucky enough to get my console at four hundred dollars. Nice. So yeah, and so I got some good deals on that, but uh, it's a great console, guys. I don't know. I can't recommend it, you know, enough. It, here's the thing that sucks about it, though. It's the most powerful console ever made. Still, the menus that plagued the original Xbox One are still choppy and slow maybe, and mushy. Maybe one snappy. day. One day they'll get. It I want right. to punch. I want to punch whoever designed that. The UI. worst UI. So bad. Worst front end UI I, in any console I think ever. It's really bad. Same. It's just, yeah, the UI is just so awful. It, uh, I don't understand it. And it's just like it's strewn with advertisements and <sighs> it's terrible to navigate. 
Like I couldn't just, dude, it took me ten minutes to figure out how to fucking navigate the dashboard one day when I was just trying to find Netflix. It's just show, yeah, it's just it, to play a Blu-ray, you have to install an app. Oh, how horseshit is that? Oh, that's <laughs> so terrible. Yeah, yeah, you have to install an app to play a fucking C D too. Hey, but <laughs> but you'll you'll see it in four K. That yeah, that's what matters, right? Uh hey, speaking, Ugh, I can speaking, see sounds. Speaking of fucking four K, did you guys see that Cyberpunk gameplay? Oh, oh so good! Shit. Oh, it looks so good. Dude. I uh, oh, it gave me it, I, it gave me a little a little bit of a half chub. I'm skeptical. Really? I, there, I don't remember seeing any loading whatsoever. Same. If the game is truly that, dude. If you say same one more time, <laughs> oh same. Unreal. Drink right. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it, if it truly is that seamless. Then that's awesome, but I I don't even I I even see the loading in GTA and stuff. Like it's may, it's pretty obviously when they're actually loading up shit. May I point out to you, <clears throat> The Witcher Three never loaded except for when you fast travel or died. All right, well, hey, I more power to him. I hope so. I think it'll look great on the 1080 Ti. Um, but the I, camera never budges in God of War. It, I haven't loads. seen a demo this cool since the canceled Prey Two demo. Yeah. Which was Dude, fucking incredible. That I, like, demo, I was blown away. Like, I was a little... I will say, like, the first few minutes, like, it's a 48-minute-long demo. First few minutes where they're, like, showing a little bit of gameplay and stuff, destructible environments. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I like the atmosphere. The characters seem pretty too, pretty cool. And then they get outside, and then they're, like, exploring the city. They're like, yeah, this is a living, breathing world. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I, yeah. That, that was... I think that's the first time I've seen in a video game. I was like fuck like i feel like i am actually in a place that exists like yeah it there's, felt real there's i've never so many felt M- that before no i agree with you there's so many npcs there the world is like and they all have their own day-to-day schedules if that's to be believed as well like you know skyrim and oblivion and stuff and i remember i saw some i mean the influences are are abound i mean i see elements of dread that movie with carl urban in it mm-hmm. um i see elements of Blade Runner, certainly, and like the game is just fucking raw. I mean, like, there's they don't flinch at all. You know what I mean? They're showing body parts. There's like human trafficking elements in there. There's like oh, body yeah. harvesting elements in there. It's there's it's straight dirty. Up nud- it's grimy. Yeah. There's yeah. straight up nudity and shit. Like yeah. early on, like I was like, wow, they are not pulling anything. I mean, yeah. I really hope the the best for them, but I am also kind of worried about the fact that it's a hundred percent well not a hundred percent but most of the time you're first person as well and they're really you know there's a lot of gun mechanics there and so i don't know that cd project red is really known for their gun mechanics gameplay so see to be seen you know to be determined if that works out what i like though is that that demo showed like yeah there's guns and all that but they showed a lot of rpg feeling mechanics like it like to me it still felt more predominantly an rpg than a shooter kind of like deus ex human rev you know like it felt more like yeah your character has a list of skills rather than a list of guns like fallout 3 fallout 3 is a rpg first and foremost and if you look at a screenshot though you're like oh this might be like call of duty and if you're expecting gunplay like that hell no Mm -mm. you know i mean i'm worried this is going to be like that more like i, mean, I think it, if you're leaning so heavily on gunplay I, I hope it feels really good the the gunplay reminded me of uh uh gosh what's what's that game uh bullet storm 
Bulletstorm. Oh, it kind of reminded that. me of Bulletstorm a little bit. There's um, parts of that area. Yeah, because it, it kind of had that arcadey feel when like you would hit enemies it you see the numbers go up and all that i love that shit by the way i love just seeing numbers and like how much Ooh. damage i'm dealing and hey oh. anthem what's up anthem <laughs> yeah I, I do i really like that stuff um but, and mean, just like all the status bars and how they they justify it with like you having basically like augmented reality vision yeah. and shit like i thought it was cool i thought and, it was awesome and and the second i saw like jack I'll, I'll agree with you that at first when i was watching i was like oh there's a lot of guns like i hope guns aren't like, I hope the gun plays good because of how much they're leaning on it. But then when I saw V pick up that gun that just shoots around corners, like it basically locks onto targets and then you don't really need to aim directly at The ricochet at gun, yeah, yeah. Well, oh my God. Not even the ricochet gun, but the one where the bullets literally like curve around to hit them. Oh, right. Okay. Right? Like when I saw that, then I was like, okay, they're not, I mean, like they are leaning into gunplay, but there's still very much RPG elements to this. You know, right. they pulled some like wanted type shit they're like yeah you could curve the fucking trajectory of the bullet I was yeah. like, right what? around Angelina Jolie and Morgan Freeman oh See? I was like hey, dude and then like they, they showed us at the end that you could do like free running elements and shit you could like dodge in mid, uh, mid air and I was like what yeah. this is so it cool it just looks like one of the most badass games I've ever seen in my life like I'm just oh, hoping yeah. for the best but I'm like skeptically optimistic See what I find funny is like my my response when the trailer played at E three was like I don't give a shit, but you two were like oh fuck yeah like yeah, cyberpunk, yeah. but now that I'm actually seeing gameplay now I'm in now I oh, get yeah. it now oh, I yeah. am being sold even if I didn't see the yeah I was already sold when I found out honestly like early on when I found out the CD Projekt Red was making a, a cyberpunk game I was like I'm buying that absolutely so yeah easy sell for me. Yeah, just everything, the storytelling, the voice acting. I mean, some people were a little, I guess, a little iffy on the voice acting of, like, the main characters, Jackie and V. Yeah, I can see that. Um, there was a little iffy, but um, I guess a lot of people gave them feedback about that, so they're probably going to end up changing it. They said a lot of the stuff, though, that we saw in the demo was subject to change, So which yeah. is this game is at least two years off, right? At least. They did, they did like, a week ago, they did say, hey, Cyberpunk 2077 is now playable from start to finish. Like, if, oh. if they were to give you the copy they have right now, you could get to an ending. But, like, who's to say that all the assets are there? Who's to say they're not going to tweak things, story changes, you know, all that stuff. But, like, right at the very least, I'm just curious how big the freaking world is in this game. Like, how much beyond that city street did we see that we can actually explore? Night yeah. City, as there another city as well? Yeah. Day I city. love how they have it. They've, they're going out of their way not to show this city at night yet, though. Mm. because I feel like there's going to be some twist or they're just going to fucking blow. Of course, it's going to be amazing and neon everywhere and the color palette's going to fucking blow your mind on an HDR TV. Like, it's going to be insane, like, seeing Night City at night. Um, but there's going to... They have something up their sleeve. I guarantee it. They're going to be oh, like, yeah. yeah, at night, the entire city changes and shit like that. Like, oh, it's going it, mean, to be cool. Here's the night. thing, right, is that we saw essentially a 48-minute long gameplay trailer, right? That was narrated, by the way, by one of the most smug fucking voices I've ever heard. That was a like, strange choice creatively. Like, like go with that. his voice was pretty much just like he was saying the things he said, but he was also saying, "We already know you're going to be buying this game because yeah. you're a fucking slave oh, totally. to our name." And oh yeah, we, we just know what's going to make your brain tick because you're a gamer. But look at this it's cool right <laughs> like that's basically yeah, all this yeah. voice was yeah, but, yeah. Well, welcome well, to cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> well we're gonna just take your money now <laughs> yeah he just opens up thanks for your 60 dollars welcome yeah. to our cyberpunk 2077 yeah. demo no, slide so, your um, debit card directly into the cd tray now 
Yep. So we saw essentially a 48 minute gameplay trailer. That's long, right? For a trailer. Usually we see like five, maybe 15 minutes tops of gameplay for a game. We don't even have a release date. I'm willing to bet we saw less than like half a percent of this game. Yeah. I mean, oh, so, yeah, so totally. am I understanding you, you correctly as well in that they're content complete now? I mean, we don't, can't even say that. All we can say is that you can play the game from, like, there is an end state now. Like, they have okay. built an end state. Okay. Right. It's not anywhere close. Let's not get it twisted. It's not anywhere close to, like, going gold or anything oh, like no. that. Spoilers. No, yeah. There's a new game plus, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Cyberpunk 2078. Yeah. That's yeah, new, new game, game plus. plus. Yeah, but um, CD, I, I don't know. If I were other, like, when I found out this game, or when I find out that this game is coming out, if I'm the other publishers in the industry, I'm, like, kind of trumbling in my boots a little. I'm like, Jesus, oh, my God, they're so ballsy. They did this in <laughs> a 48-minute I mean, they're coming yeah. for the throne, right? Like, yeah. the, this is a direct threat to Watch Dogs 3 or, you know, whatever fucking, fucking Ubisoft is doing. I'm oh, sure yeah, dude. Like, everyone's like, this. Well, everyone's like, fuck. How much, how much you want to bet when this game is finally in our hands in 2025 that people are going to post YouTube videos of like, you remember this trailer they showed in 2018? Here's a direct comparison, right? Like, right. On like, our, when we played on our PS5s. Right. Just like what they did with that wa- initial Watch Dogs trailer at E3 and then the final product. What I remember mm-hmm. is the Killzone 2 trailer from E3 2005 that was shown on the PS3, and it was so awesome that no one even could believe that that was actual true gameplay. It's kind of funny to go back and watch that now, and yeah, it is impressive, but at the same time, like we play games that look like that or better like on a daily basis now, yep. and you know, 13 years ago, no one even believed that was remotely possible, so it's kind of crazy. Same. Uh, I kind of want to end. He said it again. <laughs> what? Same. 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 Uh, so kind of want to end the show on a little bit of a somber note here because uh, there's no way we can't talk about this on a video game news show. So there was an esports event that happened uh, August 27, two days ago on a Monday. I guess three days ago now. Uh, there was a Madden NFL 19 tournament in Jacksonville, Florida. And at some point, one of the competitors who lost the game uh, opened fire with a gun. Uh, and eventually he killed two people, uh, Elijah Clayton and Taylor Robertson, both of them participators in the tournament. Like they are esports athletes. They're now dead because of this guy. And then he shot himself at the end. <clears> hmm. <throat> you know what man it's it's terrible and it's just it's as shitty as it it is to say it's like it's the fucking state of this country right now you know it's like that's shit that happens and it was only a matter of fucking time before this sort of thing invaded video games of all things you know and i mean i don't really have there's not really much to be said about this sort of thing you know other than i hope this fucking dude who did this rots like I, I mean, <laughs> this dude is not a good person for what he did. Yeah, sadly, and, it is. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, it's that's pretty much all there is to be said. And like, I mean, if if you're the type of person that you know would do this sort of tragic thing over losing a game, then I mean, I don't think, I mean, I don't think you deserve to be here. To be frank, so. Yeah, I it, sadly, this is like the state of 
you know, politics in this country right now. And I don't want to get too much into politics or anything like that, but man, it just really feels a little more close to home. Cause it's like in the gaming community, you know, whether or not you, you like Madden, who gives a shit, you know, these are like people that play video games professionally and, you know, devote their lives to it. And I love going out to social, you know, functions like you where you guys are going to PAX here, which is, you know, and I know that they released a statement, you know, addressing this. Yeah. And then, yeah, they up. did. Yeah. Yep. And then we're, we're talking about going to the Portland Retro Game Festival next month, too, or two months from now. And, you know, it's <clears throat> something that unfortunately needs to uh, be brought up when a large group of people or, you know, in video games are outside anywhere. A large group of people are gathering together. You know, security is a primary concern. So. You know, I, I I hate saying like oh thoughts and prayers and stuff like thoughts and prayers like there's been enough of that but I mean I, I really just want to focus more on like the community coming together and the way that everyone has responded and uh, you know it's definitely made me feel closer um, to to the video game community just kind of you know nationwide I've seen right. some really good responses I've seen some really good uh, insights out there and you know just all over so I think that. Uh, you know, we come together and support the families that are grieving now, but man, it is really, really sad. And I don't know what it is about Sundays recently, but for some reason, these things seem to be happening, at least the ones I've been paying attention to on Sundays for whatever reason. So this was on a Monday. Was that Monday? I thought it was Sunday. It was a Monday. No, the actual event happened on Sunday. Uh, on Sunday. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, and you know, all I can do is. I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly like I. It leaves me kind of with a helpless feeling. Like, what can I do? I yeah, mean, I guess. I guess that's what's so hard about it. I I think that I think that the the approach that you have to take t- with this is that I just don't let it scare you. You know, don't make it make it to where like people need to feel like they just can't leave their own house because they're just afraid of this thing happening. I mean, yeah, good point. Right. Like, it's kind of like you a know? domestic form of terrorism in a way. Yeah. So. Right. It. Exactly. Like exactly. not You're not, to, not to bring up a nine elevenism, but like if you get scared because of this, then you don't go out to do things because of this. The terrorists win, in a way. Right. right like that's, right. that's yeah, that's how want. I feel too. Yeah. Um, exactly. And and one thing I kind of want to get ahead of. I mean, I guess maybe not ahead of, but like I just want to point this out. There are going to be news anchors and journalists and bloggers and writers who are going to pull out that old hat trick of. See that video games cause violence and video games made him want to shoot people. We should ban violent video games, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He was and, playing a fucking football game. <laughs> yeah, like I want to get ahead of this. Which is a violent like, sport. It is, yeah. but like that's that's not it, okay? Like I know the research isn't conclusive, but there are so many other factors that it's not just he touched a controller once and now he's a deadly maniac. Like, no, fuck you. That's not how it works. All right. If that is how it works, he would have been a serial tackler and have been tackling a bunch of people on Sunday. Right. But that's not how that's not how science do. That's not how brains work. You know, there's right. there's a deep underlying factor. He could have had mental health issues. He could have had a shitty home life, et cetera, et cetera. There's like there's so much out there. So do not, for the love of God, pin this on video games. Yep, that's exactly it. And I'd actually like to give a shout out to how EA is handling all of this. Mm. I think that as much as EA gets catches shit when it comes to this sort of thing, I think they handled them handled it very well and respectfully. 
They went ahead and released a statement, a long statement, a statement from their CEO. They also went ahead and cla- uh, like canceled the rest of the Madden Classic events. Um, yeah. So I think that um, I'm, I'm happy to hear that everyone in the games industry has been so supportive about this. And just don't get up in the whole. Just don't get caught up in the whole thing where people are kind of trying to spin this to deal with politics and and people are just trying to pull it into their own agendas and sort of thing and it's just it's always a gross thing that comes out of these sort of happenings so yeah yeah so yeah don't don't get too discouraged all right like like jack said colin and i are going to are trying to go to pax this weekend yeah we'll we'll see if our you know our tickets come through but that's yeah, another story we'll hopefully be there on friday and i know pax west issued a statement right that was like we were beefing up security we don't worry we'll keep you safe and good on them for that but if we do walk into pax i'm not going to be walking in scared of the next person who's going to shoot a gun you know i'm going to walk no. in there because i'm there to play some cool video games and mingle with people out there who play games yeah, I'm going to be too busy fanboying over whoever developer I run into. So, <laughs> Dude, I tell you about the time I met Will Wright. No. You know the guy who made uh, Sims? Yeah, you didn't tell us about that. Oh, okay. Well, no. maybe now's not the time to say about me, but I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> that, that's cool, though. Fair enough. But yeah, that, that's the point, though. Just don't. Just don't don't go out in public thinking that this is a thing that's constantly, you know, you're going to have to worry about. Obviously, there was a huge scare when something like 9-11 happened, but everyone triumphed over it. You just got to keep living life. That's all there is to it. Keep your head up, man. Yeah. Stay positive. Don't get too down. Right. So yep. with, with that, we're probably going to wrap up our show. You can email us uh, any of your thoughts. Tie this podcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, the basic stuff that we say here at the end. Uh, no need to shill too hard considering... Uh, you know, just what happened this week in Jacksonville. Um, and again, if uh, if any of you are going to PAX West this weekend and you see Colin and I, uh, come up, say hi. That'd be cool. You know, we'll be there, take some selfies or whatever. Yeah, um, you might be need to explain to me like who who you are. And I'm like, who? who, who? Yeah. Who are you talking? It, oh, tiniest podcast? What? No, yeah. <laughs> so I guess you wouldn't really recognize this by seeing us. But when you hear our voices, you'll be like, I know that voice. That's the tiny disc voice. Uh, it's, then, yeah. then and then go us. tell a friend and yeah. then fanboy over over us together and then be like, yeah, can we have your autograph? And I'd be like, no, why would I do that? I have a terrible signature. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. Um, hey, so where but can I'll find your baby. So where can you find you guys real quick on online? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at boo boo underscore underscore five five, aka Colin and Mono. Instagram at mr dot underscore c e p e d a. And you can find me at Panoptimist, P I N O P T I M I S T. Thank you so much for listening to the Tiny Disc Podcast, and we'll see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Same. <laughs> Fuck see you, you next Thursday. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha